and I would stop. Uh, I would cut the beef back quite a bit. I don't know what else he's eating. Mm-hmm. But if he eats vegetables, the vegetables thin the blood, the vegetables facilitate the circulation. Hokey smoky, yeah. dokey. For a while now, I've had uh, upper tarso. I, on my upper tarso, I get small red spots that turn into brown spots the size of freckles, starting to look like some splattered brown paint, paint on me. <laughs> Any idea what could be yeah. causing this? Hmm. Yeah, it's your liver. So your liver's not filtering everything out. So you've got to check your diet. Some kind of crappy trash you're putting in your diet every day. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some processed, organic health food, something or other. But really simplify your diet. If you can't, you should be able to handle your full diet in the produce section and at the butcher store. That's it. Anything else you buy in any other part of the store is probably contributing to your problem. Hmm. Two places, butcher okay. shop and produce. That's it. That's it. And then also you can go, you know, get the Candida Cleaner Report. It's very simple in terms of the diet. That's it. And you can add some meat from the butcher shop to it, not very much. So that's going to solve that problem. Um, if you want to eat meat, your meat should be pretty minuscule, about maybe one or two ounces a day, really not a lot. And you'll actually see these spots fade and shrink as you increase your vegetable intake. Next thing you need to increase is your poop output. <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> Fabulous today. You've got to do it. I know you can do it. You've got to do it. And then the water has got to be filtered water. You cannot afford to drink tap water or these other miracle bottled waters. Shoot your wad, get a distiller. I checked the prices are really low. I don't know why. Yeah. Only $150. Yeah, you can get and, a good one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, drink all of your drink distilled water. And that'll you'll see that you'll at least you'll stop getting new ones. And the ones you have will start shrinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I just want to thank Dr. Daniels for advice on dealing with acid reflux by eating late breakfast, early dinner, drinking fennel tea. The symptoms are almost nil. Thanks again. Your gift from heaven. Oh. <laughs> That's nice, huh? Now, real doctor, with a license, <laughs> I would recommend, you know, proton pump inhibitors at $200 above that would then give him kidney failure. So, he skipped all that. <laughs> It just saves two thousand four hundred dollars a year. You bet. Else. You bet. Um, let's see. Here's one for you. I just got a tube of horse ivermectin. What can I expect after taking it? I would not take the tube. The tube is so hard to to dose. Number one and two is super concentrated. You can easily overdose. Hmm. So what I recommend uh, is to get the pill ivermectin, and the dose is basically. Um, 10 times, oh, let me see, 10 times your body weight, no, your body weight divided by 10, yeah. So your body weight in pounds divided by 10, and that's how many milligrams you should take. You can calculate the milligrams of uh, cream to be the proper milligrams for your weight. You trust yourself to do that, you know, go for it. But literally, that little tube is for a 600-kilogram individual. Whoa. Yeah, so it's, it's 1,000, uh, easily 1,300 pounds. Yeah. So to divide that down to where it might work for someone your, your size, let's call you human, uh, you could easily make a mistake, and a little bit too much could be a lot too much. So I would not do that. What would I do, since you bought this little tube, is... You can use this ivermectin topically on any kind of uh, bug bite or painful area. And a very small amount, just enough to spread there, and bam, it'll relieve your symptoms. Very nice. Why are people taking this ivermectin? Oh, it's awesome. I take it myself. So the reason to take ivermectin is it eliminates parasitical diseases. So they've actually done studies throughout the world. And the therapeutic dose for ivermectin that cures, we'll just use the word everything, is one dose a year. Hmm. Hard to. So it actually reverses blindness at one pill a year. Wow. <laughs> at the dose I just told you. Now, for more aggressive use, you can take it once a month. 
um, the toxic frequency is every less than every two weeks. So it actually stays in your system for a while. So you don't want to dose it any more frequently than every two weeks. But once a month is more than enough for immunocompromised, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. But now also, ivermectin gets rid of sexually transmitted diseases. Right. Throw your condoms away. So if you take ivermectin once a month, then you, all these sexually transmitted diseases you're not going to get. Also, the worms and parasitic diseases you're not going to get. Why? The answer is when a worm or parasite enters your body, it has a life cycle that it goes through. And only once it goes through a certain amount of its life cycle and reproduces to a certain level does it give you symptoms. And that level is generally really, really, um, achieved after a year. And so that's why taking the ivermectin even once a year is beneficial. And taking it once a month is like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Do you know a basic uh, formula, Doc, for milligrams per body weight dose? You take your weight in pounds divided by 10. That's how many milligrams. Oh, just take the weight divided by 10. Divided by 10. That's how many milligrams of ivermectin is your dose once a month. Oh, cool. Do you think that would be the same for a dog? I don't know. Um, use that same uh, recipe for my dogs. Mm-hmm. The wild dog. I picked my favorite. He gets in the rest get nothing. Um... And it worked fine. Yeah. It was effective for him. Okay. Um, this is from Aaron. What's your opinion on the possible benefits of acupuncture? Do you recommend it for any condition? No, I don't. No. Is it because acupuncture is bad? No. That's not why. That's not why. It's because you can get identical results by simply stretching. So what I found is by me doing um, stretches and splits and being vigorously active, uh, I don't have any aches and pains. I don't have anything mm-hmm. that acupuncture. So if you don't mind just getting yourself on a 15-minute to 60-minute-a-day stretching program at whatever level you're capable of, then it's fine. What's another reason I don't recommend acupuncture? If you're in the United States, your acupuncturist most likely is licensed. And a licensed acupuncturist is obligated to use certain protocols that have been watered down so they don't work. And this is a problem uh, I first became aware of in Syracuse, New York in about 2005. I went to this lecture and they had this multidisciplinary department at the um, medical school. And so the acupuncturist was talking and basically the problem was he was working with doctors but his acupuncture was working so well people didn't need the medical intervention. So they told him, no, 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 you can only do these certain acupuncture things. Hmm. Others wouldn't give anyone so much relief that they would not need the doctor. And so this is what's going on in the United States, is the alternative medicine practitioners who are working in multidisciplinary settings, where they're working with doctors, maybe in a medical school, whatever, they have been adjusted and given protocols that make the medical therapy continue to be desirable and effective. Gotcha. Or desired and used. There's none of this. So choose. This is why you're into alternative medicine. You do not want the government to license your practitioner. Once they license your practitioner, like your midwife, for example, like in New York, the midwives channel as many patients as possible into the hospital for C-sections. Oh, we're going to do a home birth. Oh, my God, we should transport. And so um, that is the problem once the government starts licensing your practitioners. So if you're, a, you know, you're into like alternative uh, therapies or natural therapies, you don't want the, the government to license these people. What you want the government to do is stop arresting them. That's all. Just, just, I don't want them covered by insurance. Because once you're covered by insurance, again, the insurance company gives the person the practitioner protocols that they have to follow. These are protocols that are ineffective. Yeah. that keep you safe. Well said. Mary wants to know how she can treat her UTI. UTI. Best way to treat your UTI, of course, is not to get one. But let's say you have one. Um, step one is do an enema. Because the E. coli in your bladder comes from your colon being constipated. So if you're constipated, that precedes your urinary tract infection. 
then the E. coli diffuse through the wall of the intestine to your bladder and try and get out that way. So do not get constipated. Keep your poops three times a day or more. Next, increase your water. Next, as far as your beverages go, cut out all beverages, whether they're sweetened artificially or naturally, get rid of them. So drink water only. If you have a sweet tooth, can't help it, then put a few slices of fruit in your water. It'll give it a little bit of flavor and you can drink it. But you need to drink more water. Don't drink liquids that have additives. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And then make sure that you're not constipated. Bob wants to know what are the benefits of cow foot soups and how much to eat and how often and the same for pig ears. The question is what benefits does he want? So in general, the cow foot soup helps with um, physical strength um, with your bones and your teeth. That's what the cow foot helps with. The, as far as how much and how often, you're missing the point. Then we got back up on how to cook it. So you cover the cow feet chunks, I mean chunks, um, about halfway with water, pressure cooker for two hours, and then two cups of that a day is a serving. I had people literally get a pot full of water, throw in two chunks of cow foot. Oh, there's my cow foot soup. No, it's not. So you need a very concentrated uh, soup that's fully full of cow foot. All right, what about pig ears? Pig ears, I found, are really helpful with the knee joint, and they're very helpful with stretches. So if I'm doing my stretching, like when I was having difficulty with my splits, I ate pig ears, and bam, I got another four inches of stretch. So that's the, the pig ear uh, advantage. Also, the pig ears advantage is for skin. There's a lot more skin on pig ears in terms of ratio to weight than there is in mm -hmm. the um, cow foot. So how do you cook the pig ears? Same thing. Water, pressure cook for two hours at least. And then um, you can't really say one pig ear because they vary so drastically in size. But I would say about a half, quarter to half pound a day. Again, all these things, I'm giving you the meat amounts, but you've you got to have them with water, with a vegetable, and with a little bit of rice. Yeah. Uh, Lily is a 75-year-old lady. She's having trouble mm -hmm. swallowing. The medical doctor said, there's a problem with my sinuses, and this problem started after I got my second COVID shot. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, let's get. So she's got two COVID shots. Let's just say we, we believe she has two COVID shots. She might have four, and everything happened after the second one. So we don't know. We're going to say she's had two. Um, but let's focus on swallowing. She has to drastically improve her hydration. Um, you know, she's 75. I get it. Getting to the bathroom is a problem. Maybe you'll wet yourself. But you'd rather wet yourself than choke and not swallow so again take your weight divide it by 50 and that's how many liters you should aim for a day and simplify your beverages to water only and for her uh i would leave it at that i wouldn't get any more aggressive than that so the swallowing problem she should notice that it's well probably all day long it's worse in the morning when she gets up and what happens is literally the um, esophagus gets dehydrated. It just closes. It just kind of glues together on itself. And you have to drink a lot of water to hydrate it, and it will open up, and you can swallow. Hmm. Okay. Here's a lady. She's writing for her daughter. Her daughter mm -hmm. has rheumatoid arthritis, and she's mm -hmm. been eating a much more heavy meat diet, almost carnivore, with very a few carbs, and it helps with the inflammation and the pain, so she'd like to stick mm -hmm. with that. Uh, the challenge is that she just don't poop as much on a carnivore, and she just started taking turpentine with your candida oh. diet, so how can you do both? You don't poop as much just doing meat, so you just don't. You know. okay. Well, she can just add vitality capsules. Go to vitalitycycles.com. Yeah. Do those, right? Yeah, but if she takes turpentine and she's not pooping, then it's going to disseminate all the inflammatory crap all over her body. Right. And it's going to relocate. So now you're not going to have rheumatoid arthritis. You're going to have, you know, rheumatoid... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go everywhere. <laughs> and that's a real key from the beginning. 
when you should read the report before taking turpentine, which you can get at Vitality Cycles, and nobody does because who wants to read the directions? But it, it's it's you got to be pooping regularly, otherwise the turpentine will, like you say, can touch. How miserable! Yeah, yeah, you can make yourself super miserable, and you'll be upset. Oh, that doctor knows. Oh, she said this. <laughs> <laughs> I said he did exactly what I told him and it worked you have to read the report and follow the report it works mm. but if you don't read the report you don't follow the instructions you won't be happy and it won't work uh, it's like one guy called in he called in and he says oh I hate that report I, I hate that report it's not working <laughs> I said you read it and followed it he actually called back in and said I'm so sorry I followed it, it excellent everything worked <laughs> that's funny Okay, we are going to talk with uh, uh, the fellow who runs an incredible website, billions of hits called Space Busters, and just go to YouTube, Duke Space Busters, and you know what we're going to talk about. Crazy stuff, good stuff. This is from CJ, Doctor Daniels. What can I do to get rid of the burning sensation I'm having in my inner thighs? Seems to be more noticeable at night. As a result, I'm not getting a good night's rest. Inner thigh burning. What could that be? It's pretty straightforward. Basically, toxins have set up camp in his inner thigh. (laughs) So we have to mobilize those bad boys. So again, uh, nothing like water. Increase the poops to three times per day. Now we can mobilize those things. You want to take about a quarter cup of uh, castor oil plus one teaspoon of turpentine and apply it to your inner thighs. Obviously, you're not going to use the whole quarter cup, but but apply it to your inner thighs at least uh, once a day. You can do it twice a day. And you'll see, uh, literally, you'll poop out the burning. The burning will leave your body. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. Maggie writes in, Dr. Daniels, please, (laughs) I need your advice. My new granddaughter was born two weeks ago at almost 38 weeks. How long... Hmm. How many months is that? That's 38 weeks. 36 weeks and further is normal. It's a healthy baby. They've tried to reclassify to 38 weeks Uh and onward. Kid born at 36 weeks is a healthy kid. So she's got a healthy kid. Now what? Okay. Her flu was so low that they induced labor. She was 5 pounds, 11 ounces. And they said her head was... 34 centimeters. Now she is 6 pounds, 5 ounces, and her head is 33 centimeters, and they want her to go to a pediatric neurologist. They never asked about the family's size and history. Just looked at the data. Is it a, this is, she's a brand new baby just adjusting to the world. This seems crazy to me. Okay, so at two weeks old, the kid's only obligation is to eat and poop. Mm-hmm. If the kid is pooping, you don't have a problem. And I would, I would say, thank you very much. We're going to call the pediatric ne- neurologist and we're going to schedule a visit. Don't do it. Then when they call you and say, you haven't scheduled a visit, you know what? We're going to save money and go to Mexico and see the pediatric neurologist in Mexico. End of discussion. End of discussion. Yeah. So 38 weeks, what's that divided by? I'm trying to figure out the month there. Seven times four. That way, so what the doctors do is they create a language that's so obscure you can't possibly figure it out. So what they do is, forty weeks is a pregnancy. They call that ten months, which is four weeks per month. You and I know there's not four weeks in a month. So you're going to sit here trying to figure out how many months is that. You're never going to get the right answer because the doctors have a month. It's a conventional month. Four (laughs) weeks is a month. Okay. So it's best to just stick with the weeks. So the weeks for a pregnancy is 40 weeks. Anything 30 weeks or more, 36 weeks or more, that baby should be able to make it on its own. Any baby can latch onto a tit and suck is in good shape. Thumbs up. Now the problem here was they induced the labor because of low amniotic fluid. The low amniotic fluid is because the lady wasn't drinking enough water. Oh, what? Tell her to drink a gallon of water a day? Oh, heck no. So here we have it. Here we are. No. Here They're we are. turning her into a perpetual... Uh, clients, this kid—they will get a hold of this kid, not turn this kid loose till he's at least a year old, and he'll be an idiot by the time they're through with. Yeah, it's very dangerous to just do that kind of thing. 
Patricia writes in, hello, Patrick. Uh, guys, guys, are you? You're not a guy. She said, hi, guys. <laughs> I heard Patrick say the other day that I was doing a carnivore diet. How's that going for you? Uh, three months, great. I feel good. Lots of meat, lots of fat, organ meats, butter, eggs, goat's milk. I feel great. feel good. Better than ever. Better than ever. I just eat when I'm hungry, and that's it. On to the next one. On to the next one. I'm a 40-year-old male. I have discharged from my penis ooh, in the morning. <laughs> then it goes away the rest of the day. It only happens in the morning. In the past seven days, it is accompanied by lower back and stiffness and tiredness. My girlfriend just tested positive for a UTI infection a couple days ago. Does Dr. Daniels have any advice on how to get rid of the bacterial infection without using antibiotics? oregano oil, pine gum, spirits. So he's assuming that he caught something from his girlfriend. That's what I read into it. All right. So they both have the same problem, dehydration and a bad diet. So, no, he did not catch anything from his girlfriend. So he's got low back stiffness. Uh, low back stiffness caused by a sedentary job, like too much sitting. Or more precisely, not enough uh, use of the back. So, and dehydration. So he's got to increase his water intake. That's number one. Also, a discharge from a penis or in the case of a woman from her vaginal area or uh, when she urinates is a connective tissue issue. In other words, your body basically keeps the cold, cold, the hot, hot, the wet, wet, the dry, dry. It keeps... <laughs> Here and that's up over there. So, for a guy, when he's got a discharge, it's because his body is not keeping things uh, where they belong. Mm. So this thing is, you know, should be coming out of his butt. Let's just put it that way. So he needs to check, make sure he's hydrated, make sure he's pooping three times a day, increase his vegetables. If that works, that's the end of it. If it doesn't work, then he can add uh, maybe some chicken feet, and that'll strengthen his connective tissue, so his body can keep things on the right track, in the right spot where they belong. Mm -hmm. George, is bacon a good food? Thanks. Um, and it's like saying, is water good to drink? If you're drinking tap water, <laughs> no. So, it depends. In general, most people's diet, bacon is, is a positive thing. It certainly gets rid of anxiety. But you can't just eat bacon. The bacon, you've got to eat the bacon with water, with vegetables, and, you know, a little bit of starch. So you can't eat bacon all by itself, but bacon with those other things I mentioned, which is water, vegetables, and starch, is outstanding. Outstanding. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, stay right there, my dear. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We're going to have a really fascinating lady on tomorrow. Her name is Michelle... Amasa, she's got a last name, Dawson, something, and she's um, really interested in soul um, um, evolution and recall healing and doing some work like that. We had her on years ago, but I like her a lot. And uh, um, we had a cancellation for tomorrow. I emailed her over the weekend, and she had a cancellation, but it's an hour earlier than what we usually start. So we're going to start at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning with Michelle Lamasa. And I think you'll really like her, so come by, please. Then we mentioned Steve Falconer and Space Busters. And if you want to see what Steve's into, see if you want to join the show, is go to YouTube Space Busters and uh, you will, um, you'll get thrilled. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> It'll thrill you, baby. This uh, product that we've uh, taken, I took my shot today. I'm going to buy some today, by the way, because it's on sale. I'm running low of pure potency pine pollen on oneradionetwork.com through Sir Thrival. This is a wonderful product. Check it out on sale. Promo code RESTORE20. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is pine pollen pure potency or P4. 
This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency. And a great adjunct to this if you get it on sale with promo code um, Restore 20 is the elk velvet antler and a good test and uh, I think this has been documented over the years by many people you don't have to get a blood test to see if your testosterone levels are are too low you want to make sure your cholesterol is up there at least 200 in my opinion I don't do medical advice but that's what I think 200 higher the better and then guys you should have morning wood when you wake up and if that's not happening, Woody, um, it's pretty much an indication that your T levels are low. I think that's pretty accurate. So then you could try these two products and then see what you think. Um, beginning today, which is the 22nd, let me have a little drink here, of August, we're starting a, a new program. Just kind of felt like this is something that would be useful and beneficial to you which is one of my things I really think about while I do this show, is how can I, what can I do to help? Because what else can I do except try to help a little bit, just like all my guests try to do? We're doing a thing called Patrick in Your Pocket, and it's a one-on-one -on -one kind of, um, mm, oh, I would think kind of a coaching thing. I don't know what to call it. I don't do medical advice. But we know and believe that the soul, who you and I are, and the mind, and the body are all one one thing, in, even though they're separate. So what we're going to be doing is helping folks on all these levels, soul, mind, body, and with a coaching session, just I, I, I can tell by emails that one of the most needed things for folks is to have somebody who can really take time and just listen to them and see if you can intuitively help them move in the best direction. Does that make sense? Without any magic bullets, because I don't have any magic bullets, but I can certainly, with all the 35 years experience of talking to thousands of people, give some ideas in that regard, but certainly then things emotionally, spiritually, relationships, I'm real good at. This is my specialty, and I understand how the body works. I understand how the mind works. I understand how we create disease, and the whole works. So if you'd like to do that, and it's just a one very low cost, very cheap, uh, one one price deal, an hour Zoom session, and then unlimited email support till the end of time. Just email me, Patrick at one radio network.com. If it's a relationship thing, kind of you can both come on, and we can, you know, it's pretty much just listening and and talking through what's going on and to help you figure out what's going on, even if it's just a physical thing as well. It's I think that's where the action is is to to look and to see what the issue is. So it's called Patrick in Your Pocket. Just email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com, and we could set up a Zoomy thing for an hour and then unlimited email support. Very low cost, just to pay for my time. And um, 
we think it would be a neater thing. And uh, well, we're going to put some stuff off on the website so you can uh, get click an ad and go to a, um, a landing page and get more details. But for now, it's just between you and me. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. We'll have fun. Oops. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network. This is com down in the great country of Panama where they have two canals. Yes. What would be like the most the most popular food in Panama? Like if you had to name one thing, the mo- what would you think? Is there one food that's just... Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice? Really? Chicken and yeah. rice. Chicken and rice. Chicken. You could go to the house of a multi-millionaire Panamanian, and they will be serving chicken. And the, really, and how do they cook the chicken? Any special way? Or no, it's chicken and rice. So it's mostly rice, some vegetables, chunks of chicken, and some spices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a stir fry thing? No, um, it's kind of like a steam thing. It might be that they stir fry the chicken and vegetables yeah. first and then add the rice. It mm. might be. I, um, that's not the way I cook it. I don't, I, I don't think that's the way most people cook it. Hmm. That's fun. Does Dr. Daniels know of anything to get rid of the purple oh, discoloration, discoloration from venous tissues around the lower legs? The skin looks like a little solid purple around the entire lower leg. Wow. Purple legs. Um, so you can apply um, cast oil both sides from, I would say, just above the knee all the way down. Again, check your hydration, that you're drinking enough water, that you're pooping three times a day. And then you want to do at least some ankle range of motion exercises, um, some heel lifts, you know, like stand on your, you know, stand up and lift up on your toes and then put your heel down, lift up in your toes, put your heel down. The reason you have this purple discoloration is the lack of circulation down there. Oh. And so exercising that ankle joint some more uh, will move things around. Now the person did not talk about it, they didn't say if they are having swelling down there. So most people with the purple discoloration also have swelling. So if you have swelling, then you want to, you know, go a little more gentle with things, but that's, it's the same direction, increase your water, mm-hmm. increase your bowel movements, and maybe you want to do range of motion with the ankle without weight bearing. Hmm. Okay. This is Erin, another Erin. She drinks several cups of black tea per day. Can I count mm. the tea water as part of my 70 ounces of water? No. You don't count it, Okay. What I would do is I would take her black tea and maybe make it weaker, like call it, um, make it half strength or something, because if it's your, if you take black tea and it's so strong that you can really taste the tea and ugh, really appreciate it, then it's too strong to be <laughs> considered water. So your body has to work and filter that. So um, what I would do is is make the tea pretty weak where maybe it's a faint color to mm-hmm. it, and then you have the slight flavor, which you enjoy, and it will count towards your water. Does caf- uh, black tea has caffeine, right? I'm pretty sure, right? Does caffeine... Right. Not as much caffeine as coffee. No, not as ca- Does coffee or, or black tea, does it um, increase dehydration? Correct. It does. Correct. Hmm. Yes. However, the, the coffee, no question, it increases dehydration. Might as well be drinking beer. Black tea has less caffeine than uh, coffee, so I'm not sure what the, de- the degree of dehydration is with the black tea. But the problem with the black tea is your body has to filter it, so it doesn't really act like water. I see, yeah. So if the person wants to count towards water, which is what I'm kind of hearing, is just make it a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. Aaron wants to know, as a little PS, uh, what are your opinions on drinking shaga tea? Shaga. So I think it's a mushroom, right? Mushroom. Yeah, it's a mushroom. mushroom. It's just a miracle mushroom. A waste of time and money. Again, if you're um, cleaning the crap out of your body, remaining hydrated and active, then it's it has, doesn't have anything more to add. Here's Anita. She says, um, well, one dose of hydrocloxychloroquine 
work just like one dose of ivermectin once a year? No, no. Different. No, it will not. Ivermectin has different pharmacokinetics and removed from the body differently, and the dosing is much, much different. Thank you. Oh, here's a, here's a follow-up. I don't know how we snuck in there with other people, but good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your wonderful answer to my blood clot issue. How long taking ACV in the cayenne before I should go get another ultrasonic to prove blood clot clearance for the vein and filter removal? Oh, okay. So that's what's giving them the option of filter removal. Um, you will know because you're going to feel tremendously hmm. better and you'll feel the blood circulating. But I would say, um, yeah, give it two weeks to a month. And I would say even at the one month point, what you want to do is some type of, uh, let's see, once you start the apple cider vinegar, I would say two weeks into it, start doing some stretching. What the stretching is going to do is accelerate the vigor of your circulation and dissolve even more clots faster. Why don't you want to start with that? Because you don't want to overload your system with all the, the mm-hmm. clots dissolving. Yeah. This same fellow's name is Jim. He's got something else going on. He says his liver is swollen. He had lung surgery a month ago and uh, and one month of antibiotics and two weeks in the hospital. Wow. Developed an obviously swollen liver. Pain, severe pain, the skin over the liver to the touch. Sharp pain is about two ribs above the lowest rib, sometimes just below the lowest ribs. And um, so he's been doing antibiotics. I'm sorry, sauerkraut, yogurt, kimchi, uh, trying to build up his... um, things with the antibiotics and the bugs. What's the problem? Swollen liver. <laughs> <laughs> what's the doctor think? I mean, what's the doctor just throwing antibiotics down like just for the hell of it? Um, he said he kind of, it all happened after his lung Is surgery. Is this a guy with the blood clots? Yeah. Or, this, or a different? Yeah. Same guy. Okay. So he's got blood clots in his liver and the doctor's trying to treat with antibiotics. So I'm not a real doctor. I just went to medical school, practiced for 10 years, and then, well, I don't practice. So this is just information. Do what you want with it. I would stop the yogurt. I would stop the, uh, I would probably honestly stop the sauerkraut. And I would stop the antibiotics. This is why. The sauerkraut Hmm. just dumps more stuff into the liver. You're going to get your liver more congested. So the sauerkraut goes all around the body and brings all this stuff to the liver. Hmm. So... His liver is clearly not up to the task. It's <laughs> <laughs> not up. It's not ready for that. No, I would go easy on that liver. Instead, I'd work on the other end to decompress the liver. So again, increase those bowel movements to three or more a day, and that's going to decompress the liver. So what you want to do when the liver is swollen is you want to get rid of the stuff between the liver and the toilet. You don't want to work on the stuff before the liver. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so he's what he's working on with the yogurt and the sauerkraut is he's working on stuff before the liver and actually giving the liver more work to do. His liver does not need any more work. <laughs> so I would increase those bowel movements and then I would increase maybe try milk thistle. Yeah. So milk thistle increases the work the liver can do mm. and it protects the liver cells. Whereas your yogurt and sauerkraut give the liver more more work to do and just hammers those cells. Yeah. So it sounds like his liver is really hurting and does not need any more work. So I would stop the yogurt, the sauerkraut, the antibiotics, stop all that crap. Start the milk thistle. If he's using capsules, uh, start with one capsule three times a day, increase to two or three capsules three times a day. And he'll see his liver uh, pain decrease and swelling decrease, whatever. Excellent. And then there's a question of his diet. His diet has got to be, like, seriously simplified. I would cut out all the meats because they're all filtered in the liver. And he, he just hasn't, you know, he hasn't got a lot of capacity here. Um, and I would cut out all the meats or figure out how much meats he's eating and cut it down to, like, one-fourth of what he's eating. Mm-hmm. And then the vegetables he's eating triple or quadruple those. So raw vegetables, cooked vegetables as far as carbs go, not a lot of carbs, maybe on a quarter cup of rice or something. Hopefully this guy's not too skinny, he's gonna lose a little weight here. Yeah. But Um, that's the path I would take. I would take the pressure off the liver 
not put rather more than give it more on. with all the stuff he's doing. Would you recommend yeah. for somebody like this, uh, Doctor D, um, coffee enemas? Uh, he can try coffee enemas. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he likes them, fine. If he doesn't, then stop them. But if he just poops three times a day, that uh, that's going to be a big help to him. So uh, that should do it, huh? The enemas are not that critical. The milk thistle is is more important. Milk thistle and pooping. Um, three times a day now the other thing you can do once he's got the milk thistle on the board and he's pooping three times a day is he can actually take turpentine uh a half a teaspoon or so and rub it over the liver area and that will decompress the liver and and um make it shrink and stop the pain hmm. so i would um measure out a teaspoon of turpentine and apply it over the course of the day maybe maybe two or three applications would use up the full teaspoon oh not all and at once not all at once no. Okay. What he will find is that's going to reduce the pain and the liver is going to shrink. But that's what he's got to do. He's got to focus on the liver and the stuff between the liver and the toilet. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, this is Greg. In the subject line, it says STDs and other cures besides ivermectin because I cannot find it anywhere. And what does Dr. Daniels recommend? Where did you look? Yeah, he can't be looking the very... package inserts? In the package insert. Ivermectin package insert. Says it right there. No, no. no. He can't find ivermectin, he said. It's he pretty... can't find it in the store. Or anywhere, even on Amazon. eBay. I don't know. I think it's pretty much everywhere, isn't it? If you You're just... not going to find it on Amazon or eBay. You're going to find it in your horse feed store. Mm-hmm. You're going to find it in your pet shop. The pet shop sell ivermectin for your dog. Yeah, same thing, right? It's the exact same pill and the exact same package, blister package. They just put it in a different box and put a dog on the cover. <laughs> so you want to go to the pet shop and buy ivermectin for your, no, not for your poodle, for your German shepherd. Excuse me, I need ivermectin for my German shepherd. And they're going to demand a picture of your German shepherd. Go online, download something, print it out. Here's my German shepherd. Okay. I can't imagine you'd be able to buy it online because the online space is becoming hyper-regulated, especially Amazon. And Amazon has actually banned um, certain supplements because uh, the government has said, hey, not this or not that. So you're not going to find anything controversial, would be the word, on Amazon. And eBay is not far behind. So you've got to realize that these ordinary avenues of procurement are not going to be available to you in areas where your health is concerned. Yes, ma'am. And the, ah, it's the, N-acetylcysteine, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. Amazon won't sell it. They, they don't sell all this. I'll be darned. Yeah. And again, the, the formula is uh, your weight divided by 110, right? That's how no, many milligrams? divided by 10. Oh, your, your weight divided by your 10. weight divided by ten, and that's your milligrams per. That's your dose, ivermectin. Milligram. Yeah, your dose per month or per year, your choice. Gotcha. By ten, I, hundred and ten. I almost had that right. Yeah, pretty close. Um, could I use ivermectin for glaucoma, from Paul in the UK? If so, how much? How much? If you have glaucoma. Uh, I would recommend just going straight for your your diet. Your diet is the problem. So you need to take a look at your diet, get rid of your dairy products, uh, cut your meats down, um, switch your foods to organic, increase your water, increase your bowel movements. That's your best yield on the uh, glaucoma front. The problem with glaucoma is the crap is in your eyeballs. You have to get it out of your eyeballs. Yeah. So with ivermectin, you're you're working in a different with a different problem. So I think you should focus on the glaucoma problem. Also, if you wash your eyes with ginger tea, that pulls the debris out of your actual eyeball itself, and uh, that'll relieve the the glaucoma, which is basically toxins blocking your um, canals. The common canals of shlem in your eyeballs. So the ginger tea recipe is 15 slices of ginger, cup and a half of water, mm-hmm. boil it for 10 minutes, strain it, 
and then you now have a concentrated ginger solution. If you use that as is, it will burn your eyeballs. Ouch. <laughs> so you want to put anywhere from a quarter teaspoon to a full teaspoon in a cup of distilled water, and then that new solution you've created, put that in eye cups and put the eye cups to both eyes and swish around. And that sucks toxins out, Doc? Sucks it out? Pulls them right out the eyeball, yeah. Wow. You can actually, you'll see your vision actually get more clear. Wow. It's pretty cool. Like, I'm 65, and I'm not even thinking about cataract surgery. I have clear vision. Frank wants to know, is oxtail beef tail as beneficial as hoofs? No, it's not. Um, All the power to the carnivore out there, but all the holistic docs that heal cancer, quest for cure, the truth about cancer are heavily on raw food vegans. Your thoughts, please. It's just a stylish thing. So, um, first of all, you have to understand 80% of people who have cancer or who are labeled with cancer never die of it. Okay. So the idea that cancer even needs to be cured is a bit preposterous. So we've, hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of things that are being conflated, okay? You have lies on top of lies on top of lies, and then you throw a vegan diet on top of that. Okay. So um, you have to take a look at the individual and what is their problem. So if a person is underweight, then the carnivore diet is for them because they need to be built up. If the person is overweight, the vegan diet is for them because they need to be uh, detoxed. So again, it's really more of an individual basis which way you want to go. Now you can split your, uh, you know, split the difference and go with Dr. Gerson. Like what, Dr. Gerson? Isn't that vegan? Raw food juicing? Yeah, they did raw food juicing and coffee enemas, right? That's what they did. No, 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 no. Dr. Gerson heavily recommended liver. Oh, really? Is that right? Look it up, look it up, look it up, look it up. So Dr. Gerson's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be just depleting stuff with all these coffee enemas. You wash yourself down the drain and Mm -hmm. eat some liver. I'll be done. So, in the Gerson diet, Dr. Gerson himself heavily recommended liver. But he could see with his fanatical following, he could not just recommend liver because he'd lose his following. So he said, okay, raw liver, raw liver. Yeah, 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 raw liver. Well, his following had more money than that and more desire for mysticism. So, desiccated liver, desiccated liver, desiccated (laughs) liver. So, you know, but the the point is this. You cannot get um, enough nutritional value from the Gerson diet to heal cancer unless you add liver to it. That's from Gerson himself. So there you go. Hope it helps the question. Neri is 58 and a lady, and she's got horizontal ridges on both thumbs, and she wants to know what they mean. She's eating organs, cow's feet, pig ears, healthy food, exercising, one or two hours outside. Mm. When did the ridges start? Did it start before she, after after she started eating all this stuff, or what? I have no know? idea. We, have, no. we don't know. If the ridges start after she's eating all this stuff, she needs to eat a lot less of it. <laughs> if she had these ridges before <laughs> Thank she you very much. eating this stuff, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, then she needs to increase her vegetables and her and her hydration. Right. But I, I uh, yeah, horizontal ridges are a problem. Whatever. I mean, right? a, a curiosity. Usually people have vertical ridges. A rancher friend of mine got ivermectin a couple weeks ago from an online vet supply company. Right, it's the vet supply. You're not going to find it from anyone who sells stuff to humans. Because they put out the word that you can't give humans horse medicine. (laughs) It's the same company makes all the same medicine. They just package it differently. And yeah. And as long as you've got your milligrams straight, you're taking the same thing. What would you, the difference in the efficacy of uh, ivermectin and uh, pure pine gum spirits of turpentine as far as if somebody wants to try to croak, if they think they have excess um, buggies running around, parasites? They're different. So I started off taking turpentine. I discovered ivermectin. I'm like, wow, man, it's great. I'm going to take ivermectin. Forget turpentine because <laughs> ivermectin's a pill. It's once a month. I right. taste it. Oh, yeah. But I started getting stiffness in my joints. So turpentine will get rid of stiffness in your joints. Hmm. Ivermectin will not. Hmm. So I find I was not able to stop my turpentine. But taking the ivermectin, um, I felt even better than with the turpentine. So it increased my endurance. 
increase the function of my organs, like my lungs, liver, cool. and heart. Because hmm. uh, I do, you know, the Taekwondo and gymnastics uh, and a lot of other stuff. So people who aren't doing that might do just fine with just turpentine yeah. to keep their joints pain-free and get around. Hmm. And how often are you taking the ivermectin? I take it once a month. Once a month. With that Again, same format. it's hard to believe, and we're so programmed every day, every day, every day, or at least twice a week. Um, but when you read the package insert for ivermectin, and you read it again, and you read it again, <laughs> and read it. it doses once a year, no more than once a month. Like, okay, bye. I can, I'm okay with once a month. Once a year, I, I just can't get with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read on the internet, so it's probably true. Kidding. Um, but... Th- th- Millions of people take ivermectin pretty regularly around the world, don't they? I mean, it's been used quite oh, yeah, a yeah. long. Yeah, it's once a long. year or yeah. once a month. And all those people, by the way, did not have a COVID problem. <laughs> no, they didn't. In those countries. <laughs> they didn't mask. They didn't social distance. They didn't vaccinate. just didn't have the budget for it. and just didn't have the infrastructure for it. And they did. Um, their, their COVID death rate was like 90% less in the United States. Yeah. Well, there, there goes, it blows us. I can't upload this one on YouTube. We said the V word. Oh, oh well. Oh well, what we are got, you going to do? We got a little YouTube uh, channel back, you know, so we have to be real careful. Oh, yeah, well, we put up there, so we, we only put the tame stuff. We don't do, you know, you can't say well, the V. I've been banned, and not only have I been banned, <laughs> but they're now going back and taking down videos from years ago. Are so they, I'm being erased. You're being erased. Right. Well, good for you. Erased from YouTube. I yes. would expect nothing less from you, Dr. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't being erased, you're not doing your job, girl. Okay. A couple more, then we'll let you go. I have, oh, I've added two tablespoons of bovine gelatin to my diet and noticed weight mm-hmm. gain. Is there anything I can do mm-hmm. to try to stop the weight gain? Could I couldn't find pork gelatin on sale anymore anywhere um what i do is i'll um maybe take it every other day so you have to uh lower the dose or cut back what you're eating so what i found was i was actually not able to eat anything else Hmm. um Hmm. not so much the weight gain but i didn't have an appetite so now um i'll skip maybe two or three days a week Hi, Patrick. My, my husband has sleep apnea and uses a CPAP. Uh-huh. He snores without it, and he's overweight. Anything I can do to help him not get off the, the CPAP and lose weight? Well, So the CPAP sounds like a tornado, and you just can't decide yeah. which is worse, the CPAP or the snoring. Or the snoring, right. <laughs> That's bad. It's bad. So tell her to get separate bedrooms. At least do that. Save your marriage. All right, so now you got separate bedrooms. And, uh, you know, you got to have a serious talk with this guy and uh, say, hey, dude, you know, yeah, get your act together. And so uh, basically, <laughs> he's got two problems. <laughs> dude? <laughs> the cartilage in his upper airways is floppy, and it flops, and that creates the snoring. like, <laughs> And then when it flops together, the air tries to get through, and finally the pressure builds up, and boom, it gets through, and you get a loud blah. So, um, he needs, he could benefit from taking the cow gelatin, like mm, two tablespoons, two tablespoons a day. And then on the other end, you've got to get rid of all of his food that has any kind of preservatives or chemicals in it. Feed this guy, you know, fresh vegetables. If he wants a carb, then he's going to have to go with, uh, you know, white rice mm-hmm. or potatoes. And then if he wants meat, whatever amount of meat he's eating, cut it down to maybe a quarter of what he's eating and get on the stuff that hasn't got hormones in it. Yes, ma'am. Um, that should, you should notice the snoring going away and that he's losing weight. Mm-hmm. I heard on Austin radio the other day on a sleep and snowing center that for $2,900, they will go in and cut out whatever problem for your snoring. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of laughed when I heard that. I said, I got to tell Dr. Daniels about this one. Wow, 2900 bucks, right? What do you think they cut out? My God. I wouldn't even well, want to. Well, that's a th- sale. 2900 bucks really gets you into the operating room. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're just going to pass a tube and sniff something. 
So you can't get in the operating room for twenty nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Something fishy here. Yeah. Years ago, you'd like this one. I went to a chiropractor, and he would stick a balloon up your nose. Have you ever heard about this one? And they have a little yeah. bubble on it, and they put it up there, and then he goes, and your whole your whole face goes. It's really interesting. And boy, you breathe like you've never breathed before. I've done it several times. Not for very long. It all falls right back in the line if you have it done again. Well, no, I don't think. That wasn't my experience. I mean, it helped because it moves the bones. It moves the whole bones in your face. What it's, I'm trying to say is that the things fall back in, space, in place and you had to have it redone. Oh, two or three years later. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So all I'm saying is it puts you on a schedule. Yeah, well, I mean, I've only done it two or three times in my life, but it's pretty interesting. Boy, it hurts. Ooh, man. Yeah, yeah but this guy with his big uh, apnea problem, this is not, not going to really, yeah. uh, it's think, not going to push the needle. I think they call balloon sinuplasty or something like that. Mm. Correct. And yeah. also, on an Austin radio, they advertise this now, and they charge like $2,000, and they put you to sleep, Right. For two thousand yeah. bucks. The chiropractor I went to, he worked out of a trailer, and uh, he'd do it for fifty bucks. Now it hurt because he wouldn't put you to sleep. No anesthesia. No, right? no anesthesia, man. This one. <laughs> oh, so you've got to be pretty brave to do it. And then he does it three times in both nostrils. So, you know, it's it's a trip, but it'll it'll float your boat, baby. Okay, hi, Dr. Patrick. Yeah. Hi, Doc, hi, Patrick and Dr. Daniels. You both are amazing. Thank you. Dr. Daniels, can you please tell us if turpentine will address silent, meaning no pain, uh, root canal infections? If you have no pain in your root canal, then there is no infection. There's no such thing as a silent infection. So they try and sell you on this to get you to spend a lot of money on dental care. But if you have an imaginary problem, honestly, anything would work. Okay. Look at this. In other words, he's got an, he doesn't have a root canal infection because he can press there and there's no pain. No pain. But let's say you did have pain, then yes, turpentine would, would handle it. And the way you would do that is you figure out which tooth has the root canal pain and just dab topically right over that tooth, the turpentine. Hmm. Interesting. And the pain will go right away. Or even if you take the turpentine orally, half a teaspoon a day over sugar, the pain will go away. This is the last one, and it's kind of appropriate because people may wonder. This is from Robin in Queens Creek, Arizona. I've tried many times to connect with Dr. Daniels' website without success. When I click on office hours or any other thing, it states that it's enabled to connect. I'd love to contact her for a consult, but I can't seem to find a way to do that. Can I do that? How do you contact her? So the website is vitalitycycles.com. So I don't know which site she's going to. So vitalitycycles.com. And then um, our technology, as you can see, is not great. So it's not sufficient enough to uh, charge someone money and guarantee that the consult will take place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that spotty, huh? So you don't do consults well, anymore. Had two backups fail today. <laughs> you don't do consults, consults anymore any longer yeah we're not I'm, I'm not uh, reliably able to we're working on that capacity okay yeah well life on Panama the wonderful country of Panama yeah what are you going to do today fun oh well taekwondo practice tonight Ta- I gotta you know stay in shape for the big tournament Ta- I gotta no. you know work on the big the big tournament <laughs> that's fun good for you all right, sweetie. Well, we love you. Thank you. Tell folks about your website, Vitality Cycles. Go to vitalitycycles.com. Be sure to get your free report, the Candida Cleaner, which tells you all about how to use um, turpentine. And be sure to get your bottle of Vitality Capsules. And you got regular and extra, and extra strength if you want to do extra poops. Or what is extra right. strength for? What is that for? Just tough uh, cases? Yeah, tough cases, but also if you have an extra problem with uh, circulation or with the heart or with the lungs, then extra strength is a better choice. Cool. All right, sweetie. Will you take care? Happy Taekwondo. We'll see you next month. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. She's great. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, Patrick Timpone. It is OneRadioNetwork.com. She's fun, huh? 
what a trip. Well, we are able to pull it off even without the uh, her internet, so she used her phone. It worked pretty good, worked pretty good. All right, kids, we're going to take a little break here and uh, do something. A lot of, boy, a lot of stuff to do. Um, that's already uh, two emails. People want to ask about this program, Patrick, in your pocket to little private little sessions with me. Just email me and I'll, and I'll explain it to you. I got it all written out and I'll explain it to you. And it might be something fun to do and it's just spiritual advice, really. And we have to call it that because, you know, I can't give medical advice or even die. I guess I could. Who knows? But I think the most important thing that I can listen to you and I will listen to you and try to get an idea of what you have going on. And so if you want somebody to talk to, um, just email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Do an hour session and then unlimited email until the end of time. So I will see you tomorrow. We're going to be talking with a lovely lady. Her name is Michelle Lamassa, and she's very much into spiritual growth and recall healing and just very, very interesting lady. Looking forward to talking with her. We're going to start an hour early because of her time constraints in doing the show. So we're going to start at 9 o'clock in the morning rather than 10 tomorrow only. And then um, Steve Falconer, he is uh, the he chief uh, cook and bottle washer of Space Busters. So if you're curious what that is, you can go on UB2B. I don't, I don't know if he's... Is he on YouTube? I think so. Yeah, they haven't kicked him off. Um, and uh, you can go to the Space Busters website and look at some of the material that he makes. And he's a fascinating fellow. So that's um, that's coming up on, on Wednesday. And then the following week, following week, oh, we're going to do Flat Earth Dave again. We haven't had him on three or four months. So if you want to learn about how this Earth is an immovable plane that doesn't circle around the sun. Uh, he's going to be here on Monday next week. Dr. Lisa Wide- Weidman. Oh, wow, she's cool. She's a carnivore doctor. Lisa Weidman. And then next Wednesday, Sean Stone. Oliver Stone's son, Sean Stone, who's very interested in all things geopolitical and spiritual. So that's quite a week we have for you next week. So, cool things. Let us know, is there somebody... Uh, we get recommendations all the time that you'd like us to have on the show. And also, keep in mind that our search function on the top right of One Radio Network, we have access to, I don't know, I even know what the number is, but it's 15 years of audio f- shows. 15 years of audio shows. All kinds of people put in somebody's name. Most likely we've already interviewed them. I can't tell you how often people will write in and say, you should interview so-and-so. And And I I, kind of remember the name or I'll put them in the search function and find that we've talked to them some years ago. So we've talked to a lot of people in this business, whether it be money or geopolitics, uh, but lots on health and healing. And then our website, uh, our videos rather on BitChute, all the audios on One Radio Network. And at this point, We've never had to charge for any of it, so we keep, you know, sometimes it gets a little, it gets a little touchy on the sale, so um, support us by buying, uh, we have the best products ever. We have the sauna, uh, the hydrogen machine, um, pine pollen on sale today, next couple of weeks, um, the Perlsium, Blue Shield, um, the aloe, good stuff, really, really good stuff. Uh, U.S. Coin Capital for gold and silver. Here's his little plug for him. U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. And boy, if you are not paying attention to the real world of money, you should pay attention. Because in my opinion, there are some very, this is the big one. You know the big one they've always talked about that Andrew used to talk about? Remember Andrew Goss? And he used to call them the Crashaholics. And he said, it's not coming. It will come someday. 
It's not there yet, but in my opinion, this is the big one. What that means, I don't, I don't have any illusions that I understand what it's going to look like. But everything, if you put it together, put the bricks up there, uh, the money supply, the central banks, the amount of debt, uh, um, and where they're going, the people that are running, the, uh, you know, the, the elites that think they're running things, they got nowhere to go except to destroy the country, this country, which they're trying to do with every step. You can see it. Destroy the middle class. Uh, wipe out your savings raise prices on everything, which they're doing, and um, destroy the dollar eventually. Where they think they're going to go with all of this, you know, you'd have to ask them. It's above my pay grade to know. But um, let's be real clear. The people that are behind this, the Klaus Schwabs and the, um, the Davos crowd, the people that run the central banks, know that they are psychopaths, I'm not being critical, I'm just saying this is what they are and they think that there's too many people and this is what all this stuff is about and um, they're going to try to just crush the, the middle class in this country. And they're doing it with everything, raising prices, what they call inflation, increasing the money supply. Um, they're doing it and it's just right before eyes. So I don't know any better way than hedge your bets when this is going on is to own some gold and silver. It's the only thing I know to do for sure. Because as the dollar drops in value, which is going to, it will. Eventually, it's right now it's still real strong because all the other countries are going through the same thing. Uh, is buy gold and silver coins. We think it's the best way. Talk to Fred and Donna and Roger and his team. 800 8782646 tell them I sent you I've known Fred forever I was a former partner of Andrew Goss he's a um, very ethical fellow and you can buy whatever you want there old silver coins pre-1965 like quarters dimes and halves silver dollars that are just mm, mostly silver and you can just have those or you can buy um, what they call numismatic or collectible coins I think it's the safest thing to do. I don't know what else to do. You can get into Bitcoin. We think that is going to go up. Um, um, but those are the only things that I really know to do. I don't trust anything else at this point. Stock market, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Okay, kids, we will see you on tomorrow at 9 o'clock. I love you all very much. Thank you for your support. Take care of yourself. Take care. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.